Welcome to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive podcast. I am your host, the Contagiously Positive Girl, Lori Ann Sheldrick. I believe that happiness is not inherited, it is created, and you, we, me, are the only ones who can create it. It starts from within, because when we focus on our inner world, it makes it so much easier to tone down the negativity from the outer world. And if we don't make a conscious effort to bring happiness into our life, we will be pulled into the negative vortex. So in this podcast, every single week, we are going to be talking about all the things and taking on life challenges to help you making upping your happiness game a daily ritual and truly embrace unleashing the inner contagiously positive that's within. Creating and living a life that you love doesn't happen by accident. It happens by making the health and happiness of your mind, body, heart, and soul a priority. So get cozy and let's begin. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I can't believe that we are already in February. It's crazy to me how quickly time goes by. I have the best topic for you today. I'm really in this, I'm in a processing zone right now. I'm in a learning phase. I'm in a growth phase. I love it. It's amazing. I don't always like the way it comes because often the growth and the change and the learning comes from a negative experience, but I always like what happens after. So you are learning from my experience and I will fill you in on the story. But first I want to start with, I get these daily emails from Abraham Hicks at really, really phenomenal. I'm not even going to begin to describe Abraham Hicks and all that is, um, I, I wouldn't even know how to describe it. It's if you're in the spiritual world, spirituality world, you understand it. If not, go check out Google Abraham Hicks. Anyway, I get these daily emails and it went so perfectly with the topic that I wanted to talk about with all of you today. So here we go. The email said, your emotion, your indicator of vibration is indicating the ratio between your currently focused desire and any other belief or thought that you hold about same. When you feel negative emotion, anger about something or fear, the name of the emotion does not matter. It always means that there is a desire within you that in this moment you are contradicting with some other thought. Your emotions are always about your relationship with your own desire and nothing else. Wow. I love this because what I take from this contagiously positive girl translation is when you are not getting something that you need, your emotions tell you. So when negative emotions come up like anger or frustration or fear or impatience or sadness, it means you're not getting something that you need. Sometimes you know exactly what happened. You lost someone, of course, you feel pain. You just went through a breakup or a divorce, of course, you're gonna feel pain. But sometimes when you're feeling these negative emotions and you don't know why, we need to look in and say, okay, there's a desire that's not being met here. So today, that's what we're talking about. What do you do when you don't get what you need? This is a personal topic for me. So number one, I'm still processing this. This has all come about for me. It's only been a week and 
I've been processing this and trying to figure out and trying to figure out how I could have done things differently. And this is what I've come up with. So this is what I'm sharing with all of you. So take it with a grain of salt um, and understand that this is what I believe would have worked for me. And there are many other ways to get what you need to communicate what you need. This is just what I believe would have worked for me and what has been working for me throughout the week since this happened to help me communicate what I need in a better, more effective way. Okay, that's like the little footnote, if you will. So last weekend, I needed something and I didn't receive it. And this is actually twofold. I needed something that I asked for and I didn't receive it. So because I didn't receive it and I didn't understand why, I sort of, I kind of, I think I definitely, I know I definitely reacted in a way I wished I hadn't. My feelings were still the same and they were validated and they were okay. I feel what I feel, period. But I wish I would have reacted differently. So I didn't receive something that I needed something that I asked for, and the other person involved, we're gonna keep them out of the story because I don't wanna tell their story and I wanna respect their privacy. The other person involved didn't receive something that they wanted or rather needed, but, here's the but, they didn't ask for it. I didn't know they needed it. So because they knew I needed it because I voiced it, but I may not have expressed it in a way that allowed them to hear it and of course I didn't know what they needed so my way of expressing it was totally different because I didn't understand why I wasn't getting what I asked for all right still following me I know but first of all here's the thing about that I want to give you a little mini life bite you are only ever responsible for what you say you're not responsible for what the other person hears if they don't hear it it's because they have their own perspective, their own perspective, their own perception based on what we, what they think they're hearing. So just try saying it in, an, in another way. And if they do hear it and they make the decision to ignore it, well, that's a whole other conversation that needs to be had. We're not going to be talking about that today. Today, I want to break down what I believe I could have done differently to process my emotions in a less pressure cooker is about to blow its lid kind of way and really actually have both of us leave the conversation getting what we needed. So here's the Coles notes. I communicated what I needed and what I wanted. I didn't get what I wanted. And because this other person didn't express what they wanted and needed, I felt like I wasn't being chosen. Chosen. I felt like I wasn't being heard and I felt unwanted. And that feeling of unwantedness is a real massive trigger for me. And if I don't recognize that it's a trigger, that it is triggering, and I don't take a moment to pause, it brings up all of these emotions. And then what happens is I begin to create this whole story in my mind based on what I think the other person meant, which is what happened last week. And I made up this whole story and as the story progressed and as the momentum just kept increasing, I kept thinking I'm not good enough. What's wrong with me? How could they do that? Why don't they care? Like, you know how it goes. We just create this whole story. And I had a massive blowout and I had a massive meltdown and we got in the biggest argument. So before I move on, I just want to say, I want to talk about triggers for a moment. I think for our entire lives, we take along with us some triggers. 
Because sometimes I think, God, you're 40 years old, enough already with the I'm not good enough bullshit. But what I know about life, because I've been living it, and so are you, because I'm living it, here's what I know for sure that sounded very Oprah. What I know about life is that we are always working at reminding ourselves. That's the simplest way I can put it. And what I mean by that is, you already know so much. Because sometimes you will hear something and it might be something in this conversation and you're gonna think, ah, oh, yes, I needed that reminder. Thank you so much for reminding about that. That's what I'm talking about. You already know, you just need the reminders. So I really do think that sometimes we take these little pieces of us, like our triggers or our limiting beliefs, and we take them through our entire life because they end up becoming our greatest teachers. And they'll continue to come with us until we learn all that we need to learn about that thing. And they tell us that we are not getting something that we need. They tell us that something is wrong, right? It's our like alert system. And they remind us of all the things that we might still need to work on or heal. They remind us something's still missing here. Something still needs to be dealt with here. So one thing that could have prevented a full-blown argument and ensuring that I was really communicating my needs directly was... I think number one was to get clear about what my triggers are. And I'm very clear now. I thought I knew what they were, but I obviously didn't because I don't think I would have had that full-blown reaction. But now I know. I have sat with this for a week. I know what my triggers are. And because at that moment I didn't know that this one particular trigger was still an issue for me, I had a blow-up. I have this trigger of not feeling heard, and I fucking hate that. I hate that. I not I hate feeling like I'm not being heard, excuse my language, but I really hate that because when I don't feel heard, I feel unwanted and when I feel unwanted and unsupported, I don't feel like I'm good enough. Period. Nothing wrong with that, people. There's nothing wrong with that. That is a part of me and I will work on it until it goes away. And if it never goes away, I will work on it until I die and I will continue learning from it and I will just continue to recognize that it's there. And the next thing that I really believe would have helped would have been to pay attention when my trigger alarms were ringing. Because I knew before it gained that momentum, before I was like a pressure cooker, like that blue, my trigger alarms were ringing, but I ignored it. And because in that moment I was ignoring it and I wasn't paying attention and I wasn't paying attention because I'm an effing human being and I didn't recognize that I was being triggered because I didn't understand or I didn't know it was still a trigger and I didn't know the other person's perspective, which it just means what they really meant, had a blow up. And the problem with not voicing what you need is the other person thinks that they're doing something wrong or that they don't care. So this is so important here. This conversation is so important to have. So how do we find that way? How do we find that balance? How do we both get what we want? How do we both get heard? How do we voice what we need without hurting the other person's feelings and then having them go on the, de the defense, right? Which happens so often. And oftentimes we don't voice what we need because we don't want to hurt the other person's feelings and we don't want them to get defensive and we don't want to have an argument like come about. And then we don't voice what we need because we're like, why bother? They're not going to listen anyway. I want that to stop because it's not productive. 
So these are all questions that I'm asking myself because I didn't get what I wanted and this other person didn't either. What we got was a whole lot of back and forth and we got a lot of back and forth resentment because now I'm pissed off, I'm angry, I'm frustrated and guess what? In comes the argument. Because I'm not getting something that I just asked for so I'm now pissed off because I don't understand why. And because I'm responding in a defensive way, this other person did too, and that's what really caused the argument. Why? It's so simple, okay? Our brains are designed to protect us. Our brain says, oh my God, bear, right? Or actually, we see the bear, we're like, oh my God, bear. Then our brain says, run, so we run. So in a case like this, my angry rant enters this person's brain their brain says, uh-oh, we're in trouble. You either need to fight or you need to run. It's really that simple. And we fought. We fought because it's not a dangerous situation. So most of us don't run. We fight it out. Some of us run. I'm Italian. I run. I fight. So the next way to get heard and have your needs met is to be able to have a conversation where you understand both sides and can make a more logical, less emotional, if you will, decision. The emotions might still be there, your feelings will still be there, but you're going to try to find a way to discuss it in a way where your alert systems are down and you don't feel like you're in fight or flight mode. So I don't have a crystal ball and this process didn't happen. This is just something that I believe could have made it better. So I don't know what would have happened had this person said, I hear you, I want that for you, but on my side, I really need this for me. I don't know what would have happened. But what I do know is that it would have given me a better choice. It would have given me a different story. It would have given me the real story, not the story that I made up in my mind. Not the days of our lives story that I made up in my mind. And I may still have been disappointed and that's okay, but I know that I wouldn't have felt unwanted or unloved or not good enough or not supported. I know basically all the ways we feel when our needs are not being met. I wouldn't have felt this way because I would have understand the other person's perspective. Again, my feelings would have still been the same. I still would have had that disappointment. I still would have wanted what I wanted, but I would have reacted differently. And by reacting, reacting differently, it would have changed the whole experience. So I wasn't given that choice, so I created their story in my mind, and all that means is I made up what they probably meant, what I think they meant, without really knowing, and my story was filled with drama, right? Does this resonate with you? Do not leave me hanging here. I am not the only one who, who goes through this process. I know that I'm not the only one. I have these conversations all the time. So if it was the same outcome, but a whole different conversation, my feelings would have still been hurt because again, I needed what I needed, but I probably wouldn't have acted on them in such a propane tank, just blew up in my face way, all right? I would have blown up. I wouldn't have blown up because I didn't feel important. I wouldn't have blown up by making it all about me because it had nothing to do with me. It just affected me. That's a totally different conversation. Their feelings affected me, their decision affected me, but what they wanted had nothing to do with me, it had to do with them. 
So again, my feelings would have been the same, but I would have had all the facts. I would have had both sides. And that's really what it's all about. Because listen, disappointment feels way better than feeling unwanted. I would have rather have felt disappointed than feeling what I was feeling. So I wanted to add this part because I don't want you to think that no matter what, you're going to get what you want or what you need in that exact instance because that might not be the case because there are two sides to it when there's another person involved. But your feelings still matter. It's still important that you communicate them, that you keep those communication lines open. So you need to talk about it. So to get heard, to get your needs met, what we need to do is we need to remember that people are not mind readers. I don't know what I don't know. You don't know what you don't know. People don't know what they don't know. We're not mind readers. You need to express what you want. You need to express what you need. And you need to be able to do that in a way that doesn't come from defensiveness, from your alert system saying fight or flight. People don't know what they don't know. So you need to be able to communicate what's going on. It's that simple. But on the other side of this, communicate when you're ready because sometimes the communication is just saying I'm not ready to talk about this yet because I haven't processed it but just know that something is going on with me and I'm not my best self right now I'm not being who I want to be right now because I'm processing this and that's okay you know my coach says shit happens so shit can happen and I've been repeating this all week and I think I'm going to have that stuck in my head forever because it really resonates with me. When you're ready, have yourself heard, express what you need, express what you need to the other person if that is what needs to be done. And also make sure the other person communicates what they need if you are both going through something together. Because if you are not both communicating that, then what will happen is what happened to me last week. Neither of you will get what you need because it becomes all about you in your mind and all about them in their mind. You'll say, I want what I want, and they'll say, I want what I want, and all of a sudden nobody gets what they want, okay? So also, when someone says, I need this, remember it has nothing to do with you. It has to do with them and what they need. And I want to take this a little bit deeper. So in a case where both of you want something, which is what was happening to me last week, and we both wanted something and neither of us got it, we both left angry and pissed off instead of just being disappointed. So in a case where you both want something, you need to be able to talk about it without your defense systems on high alert, which just means without judgment. And then you can make a decision from there. And you can ask each other as well, what can I do to support you? Am I the right person to support you? I hear you. What can I do? And find a way to support each other. It just might not look like the way you need it to look. And I find what happens sometimes is that we want someone to support us on our timing and our way and say this thing because we think they should say this thing because it is going to help us. And they don't know that because they are saying, I'm trying to support you. It just doesn't look like the way you want it. Or I'm not able to support you right now. I need to be able to do this so that I can support you better tomorrow, if you will. All right. Whew, that's a mouthful. And when you do have these conversations, you can voice all of that. But you can't voice all of that without having these meaningful conversations. And it really just comes down to it. But you do, if you want to have meaningful conversations, if you want to bring the defense systems down, if you want to turn off those alarms and get out of fight or flight and actually do something that's 
proactive, that's productive, that actually gets you to a better feeling place, you have to take down your barriers. You have to let the wall down. You have to be able to say things like, you know what? Things aren't great right now, but I want you to know that I still love you. I still care. You just happen to be here in the middle of this not so greatness. Or you need to be able to say, I still love you, but you're doing something right now that is causing me to feel anger, that is causing me to feel sadness or hurt or causing me to feel unwanted. And in this case, you just say you doing this is causing me to feel this. And most often what I see happen when someone voices something like this, and I wish I would have done that, most happen what I see because this is what happened after I voiced that, like a couple of days after the argument, is the person's going to say, I had no idea I was doing that and causing you pain. I'm so sorry. I totally hear you. I totally get you. Because that's really what we want. We just want to be heard. We want our feelings to be heard. We want to be acknowledged. We want someone to say, I hear you. And another question on the side of this is, what if someone is asking you for something that doesn't align with what you need? So in that instance, you have to make a choice. Because what I wanted last weekend, what I needed last weekend, because I was I was in an emotional state last weekend and I needed support. I needed support from someone and I asked them, but they weren't they weren't willing to make themselves available. That's uh, that's about all I can say because it's such a deep long story. And had this person, but this person was also going through something and I didn't know that. And because I didn't know that, they were doing something that was helping them deal and again I'm not aware right so this person then should have said can I give you can I give this person what they need so in this instance if someone is asking you for something that doesn't align with what you need which is what happened to me I asked them it didn't align with what they needed, so they ended up doing something else without communicating to me what they needed. So in this instance, if this is what's happening to you, you have a choice to make. Can I give this person what they need? And you need to be honest about that, and you need to get clear, and you need to go within and be able to say, right now, I also need this, and it doesn't align with what you need, so I'm not the person who can give this to you right now. And that might hurt, and it might create an argument, but it is so much better than dismissing someone's feelings. Either way, feelings get hurt. So it is better. It is so much better to come from a place of honesty because you can get past that when you are being truthful. It is much easier to get past something, past a disappointment when you are both being truthful, when you know the whole story. You don't want to just dis their, dismiss their feelings and you don't want to dismiss your own either. But... Are you able to support each other or give each other what you need in that moment? If not, where else can you get it? It could be another friend. It could be a family member. My God, it could be a therapist. Whatever it is, just because it's not that person doesn't mean there's no one else out there who's there to support you. And it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with that person. They just weren't the right person to support you. And this is such a... This is such a deep conversation that has so many levels because it really depends on your circumstances. It really depends on your experience. It really depends on what you asked for and what the person was willing to or not willing to give. I'm just 
telling it from the viewpoint of what I went through and what could help when we communicate in a more positive way. So I know that you might be going through something that, yeah, that person should have been there for me and they weren't. And that might be the case, but that actually is a whole other conversation. That person knew the whole story and made the decision to not be there for you and decided that, and it could have come from a place that they, um, maybe not that they don't care, but maybe they don't care. And in that case, well, we're going to talk about that, which is about choosing your tribe. So I just really want you to know that I know that things like this go a lot deeper, but we're not face to face. I'm not getting your feedback back. So I can only tell the conversation from this one side. So I would love to talk with you more. Like you can comment to me, you can email me, we can take this deeper. Like, honestly, I am here to have these conversations with you. But what you need to know is I'm talking into a microphone without knowing where you're coming from. So just understand that I really understand that this, some things like this do go a lot deeper. Okay, let's continue. I just felt like I really needed to eat to, to, to add that. I was really feeling that. So another whole conversation on this is, what if they refuse to ever meet your needs? And you the same. What if you can't meet their needs? Well, in that case, like I mentioned, you have bigger decisions to make. And I'm not going to talk about that in today's podcast. Just try going within and really figure out what's going on. And if you need to reach out to me and I will help guide you through it. So even though I wish it hadn't have come to a full-blown argument, I'm so glad this happened because it brought up a lot of stuff for me that I was stuffing down without realizing it. And I often find myself saying, I'm not going to feel anything about that because it's a first world problem. And that might be true, but by ignoring what we deem as negative emotions makes us become a pressure cooker. And that's what was happening to me. Like I pride myself on being a positive person. I love that about myself. I love following my bliss. I love doing things that up my happiness game. But I'm a human being and I also have negative emotions and we deem them as negative emotions. They're just emotions. They're not negative. They're just emotions. They're emote. I feel pain. I feel disappointment. I feel anger. I feel frustration. Like I feel all of that and I go through that and I'm not doing myself a service by always saying that's a first world problem when it's things that I actually should be dealing with. Sometimes complaining about the long line at the grocery store, first world problem, not going into the negative vortex over that not having my deep desires or my deep needs met, that is something that needs to be dealt with. If I'm constantly angry, I need to figure out and go within if I'm angry. If I'm feeling depressed, I need to go within and figure out why I'm depressed, not just put a Band-Aid over it and hope it goes away, okay? So that's really what I mean by that. So I made a deal with myself this year that I wasn't going to be just the contagiously positive girl who taught from a place of, you know, like constant joy and constant happiness. Like, look how great my life is. I mean, yes, that is my outcome. I want to feel joy and happiness like 95% of the time and I want the exact same thing for you. But listen, that's impossible because I'm a human being living a human experience with other humans living their human experience and that means there are going to be ups and downs and shifts and shit and pain and loss and anger and all of those emotions that we have categorized as negative, okay? Like we are human beings and I want you to know that I go through stuff as well. I'm not doing myself or you or my clients 
any service if you only see the good side and don't see how I got to the happy place. Because often getting to the happy place is this whole process. It's like I was feeling... I was feeling sad. I was at my lowest of my lows. And here are all the things I did to get to my happy place. From that, that conversation, you're able to say, oh my God, that's how I'm feeling. Do you mean I can get from here and get up there? Absolutely freaking yes. And when we only see the good and when we're not allowed to see the triumphs, the whole journey, we say, I'm never going to be able to do what they do because it seems so, so easy to them. So that is why I want you to know all sides. So here is what has been coming up this week. What I realized was I need to be able to experience that and have those difficult conversations and voice these, you know, negative emotions without feeling like I'm going to lose my contagiously positive girl status and without feeling judged. Or in the case of this argument that just happened, I need to be able to do all of that without feeling like this person is going to leave me or this friendship is going to end or, oh my God, now they see who I truly am, which honestly isn't the whole me. It's just the me that I was in that moment and I need to be okay with that. And I mean, that's what really wraps all of this up. And that's often what makes us or prevents us from having these meaningful conversations, from voicing what we need because we don't want to be seen in this like negative light, if you will. We don't want to seem too needy. We don't want to be judged. We don't want to be seen as the emotional one or whatever it might be. Okay. But we're all of these things. We're all of those. We're this full spectrum of emotions and feelings and all of this stuff. As you know, like I'm sure you've had days where you wake up happy and it's like this whole roller coaster. It's like happy, sad, crying, happy, sad, laughing. And it's just this whole roller, whole roller coaster of a day. Welcome to the human experience. So for me, I am now declaring that I need to be okay with not being okay and with being imperfect. And so do you. So if you've been struggling with giving a voice to what you need because you're afraid of all the things that I just said, start with just being okay with not always being okay. Because being okay with not being okay doesn't mean you have to blurt out every single thing you're feeling in that moment. If that isn't what you want to do, you can simply say, things aren't great. I'm going through something. And the moment you voice it, the moment you give it honesty, the moment you let that true thing out, you take away some of its power. By thinking this is permanent, by not voicing it, by stuffing it down, by putting it in the pressure cooker, you give it power. You give it power by thinking this is it. This is it. I'm going to feel like this forever, but you're not. I promise you, this is just temporary. You're on a temporary emotional roller coaster. And when you work the work of feeling it and feeling the way you want to feel, you're going to get off the roller coaster. So last weekend, I didn't think there was any resolution. I believed that I would cry for the rest of my life. I really, truly believe. I'm like, that's it. I'm heartbroken. I'm going to cry for the rest of my life. All right. Then I breathed. And then I remembered that no matter what, I was going to be okay. So just begin with understanding and accepting that things are going to happen. Stuff is going to happen. Then here's the next part of all of this. 
then surround yourself with people who are going to listen to you, who are going to hear you, and who are going to support you. And if those people in your current inner circle are not those people, then you need to get very honest and real with yourself and say, are these the people I want to have in my inner circle? Is this who I want to have in my close inner circle? Because we need to be able to, to declare without judgment and be given the space to be imperfect. Because when we're not, our needs aren't getting met and we have a very hard time communicating what we need and being honest. And I get asked all the time, what do I do when I can't be myself around my friends or they never meet my needs or they judge me or they expect me to be perfect? And I actually had this conversation a year ago with a male friend. So I'm going to use this as an example. So he came to visit at a time when I was in the, like the middle of something really frustrating. I was in full on like business mode startup. I was starting up my business again after having relocated from Saskatoon back to Ottawa. I had just gotten a new puppy. All of this stuff was going on. I had a lot on my plate. I was exhausted. I was just getting over a week long stomach flu. And of course, you know what it's like when you're tired. Like I felt, I don't think I slept for a week more than a few hours. And I was like, okay, first of all, when you're tired, you think, oh my God, like everything bubbles to the surface, even things you didn't know were there. Then you get a good night's sleep and you're like, oh shit, what did I do when I was tired? It's like being drunk. You say things you wish you hadn't said and then you wake up and you're like, did I say that? I wish I hadn't have said that. So that's how it was for me. So anyway, I wasn't in a very good mood all the time. I was really trying to be in a good mood all the time, but um, it was really hard. Like faking it sometimes is so exhausting. So that was just adding to the exhaustion. I was really happy that he was here though. And I loved that he was staying with us and it was all really great, but I wasn't on my best game. So one night my husband left and he went to go get food and I had this really great conversation with him. And I told him that what I was going through had nothing to do with him. Like my, my bad mood was nothing about him. And in that moment, I felt all of these barriers go down. I felt this whole wall just drop and he got it. Like he really got it. He really heard me. And he said, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to love you no matter what. That's like, again, the Coles notes version of our conversation, but that was the end result. And the rest of our time together was so carefree and so full of joy because he gave me permission to show up in whatever way I needed to show up, to show up as my true self and to voice what was going on and be okay with what was going on. And in that moment, yes, listen, in that moment, I'm still the happy, joyful, contagiously positive woman. That's still a part of me. But I was also in a stressful situation. I'm not sleeping. I'm just getting over an illness. I'm in the middle of rebuilding my business. I have a new puppy that's destroying my home and awake every two hours. So I'm also this side. I'm also this woman who's a little bit irritable. The only thing is the downside for him was that he was in all of that with me. But what helped me get my needs met, which is what is so amazing about all this, was being able to talk to him and be honest about it. Because just talking about it helped. And not only did it help, it deepened our friendship. He knew it wasn't about him. He made it better on me because he now understood what was going on. And I realized back then that our tribe is everything. Who we surround ourselves with is everything because it can either make or break you. 
So what I want to ask you is who is in your inner circle? Because if your current inner circle is not going to allow you to show up and is not going to be okay with you having imperfect moments and judge you for it, they are not your people. That's it. Nothing wrong with them. Nobody is right. Nobody is wrong. They are just not your people. So you need to find those people who align with who you are and what you value. And this goes not just with friendships, but also your family and also your romantic relationships. Okay, this is everybody. You need to be able to show up like this, like most importantly in your romantic relationship, but definitely in your friendships and definitely with your family. So I know we've done some loops and turns in this conversation, but it all connects. So what I really want you to do is I want you to go within. I want you to figure out what you, what you need and how you can communicate it and really pay attention to what's going on around you. Pay attention to where you're feeling judged and by whom and Really ask yourself, are they really judging me? Because if you don't know the whole story or where they're coming from, then they might not be judging you. You just might be making up the story that they're judging you. So this is why it's so important to communicate. And then remember, it is okay to be imperfect because you are a human being living a human experience in a very challenging world sometimes. And yes, there are tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of joy and happiness and there's so much to be grateful for and yes, we want to focus on that and we want to be able to have an attitude of gratitude, but we also need to remember that it's okay to be upset and to have moments of imperfectness and to get angry and to get sad and to get frustrated and to get irritable. So you're going to have times when you're like, man, my emotions are all over the place. I need a tune-up up there and that's okay. What you need to do is you need to allow to be able to, you need to make room for miracles to occur. And the only way to do that is to feel all the way you need to feel and to be able to have those needs met. And that's not always going to be in a positive way. You're not always going to feel positive, but it can turn out to be positive if you feel it, not stuff it down. Remember, pressure cooker. If you heal it and you learn from it and you move on from it in a positive way. That is how we have our needs met within ourselves and from other people. So I want to end with what I always end with, and that's to be happy, to be healthy, and of course to be contagiously positive, but I'm going to end with something else. I would also like to add, be happy, be healthy, be contagiously positive, and be who you need to be in every single moment so that you can be, do, and have whatever it is that you desire without any obstacles. Sending you all love. If you liked this episode or any of the episodes in this podcast and you want to help someone else unleash their inner contagiously positive, please share, rate, review, and subscribe. Let's work together to put beauty and positivity and health and happiness into the world.